I'm Nick Jorgudiu. You're listening to a certain degree. This is a podcast that comes out twice a week where I talk to brilliant people doing interesting things. Thank you for listening. Food. News. It happens all the time. Sometimes so quickly that we can't consume it all. That's why it's so great to have someone like Holly Capper here to help us decipher it all into small, bite-sized bits. There's going to be some puns on this new segment of To a Certain Degree. I haven't done this before, so you're the first to unfortunately be subjected to this. (laughs) Uh, Back in the 90s, before you were born. No. Right before you were born. No. In 96? How old were you? Oh, you're so sweet. I'm I'm 37. I was born 84. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you remember the 90s? I do. Somewhat. Yeah, no, I was a I was a legit child growing up in the 90s. So around 96, I was writing for one of the channels on America Online. Okay, I was writing for my fourth grade. Great. Yep. Great. So we were basically the same because basically. it's the com- of comedy channel on America Online in 96. I love it. Not great. And, uh, you know, it was the internet back then. So I did a column, uh, a couple of columns, but I did one called Love and Junk. And I was very taken with uh, Saturday Night Live and the news on there, mm. like the weekend update. And so it was really terrible jokes somehow involving love. Okay. Or relationships or something like that. Like one of my favorite stories, it was in Jacksonville. And a woman was suing the maker of a bingo board uh, because it had fallen on her at an event not because it fell on her, because the bingo board maker didn't make it fall. But afterwards, she was suffering from uh, continuous orgasms. <laughs> but see, the problem was that was... Quick, the st- get me a bingo board. That was the story I picked. And it was just like, it's so easy. Can I do something a little bit different? Like, I was just not great at it. Yeah, okay. But I, I could choose like the stories. And I wanted to get back to that. I wanted to cleanse my palate, if you will. Okay of these stories. So late night style monologue. Here we go. They're all food related, by the way. I love it. Uh, So first of all, we're going to go with, uh, do you know Amy Drew Thompson? I love you, Amy Drew. Great. So this was a story. uh, This was the headline from a story she recently wrote. Funded by Kickstarter, Jeff's Bagel Run goes brick and mortar in Okoe. That's great. Yeah, very good. But what about sustainability, Jeff's Bagel Run? Why don't you use day olds and cream cheese? Instead of brick and mortar. Ha, you could be a chamelier. Yeah, it could be a chamelier. All right. Uh, Another one from Amy Drew on, you know, the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah. Eating invasive, Floridians bite back to protect the environment. Did you read this? I saw that one, yeah. Yeah, did you? Okay, so did you see what three specific animals they were talking about? I did not, but I will say that I um, have seen a lot of recipes for brood X. A lot. For brood X. The cicada. Oh, yeah. Yep. There, and I actually saw on my Instagram, I'm sorry I'm ruining your monologue. No, no, no. Um, with a it's beer. A, it's a duologue a, now. A beer brewed with Brood X. Oh, you could do that. Like it's brewed. Uh, Are you hearing me? Uh, brewed with okay. Brood X? Yeah. I didn't okay. like that because um, yeah. I think I should be doing the puns. So it was about wild boar, python, and lionfish. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. So uh, three yeah. of the, okay. you know, invasive species. So how do we get people to eat more of these? I think it's pretty obvious. Python bow, 
wild boar food trucks, and lionfish chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. That's it. Yeah. Right? We'll get everybody eating those. I agree. As reported in the Orlando Weekly by Alex Galbraith. Yeah, you know Galbraith, yeah. Galbraith, nice. The Greenery Creamery teamed up with JP and Julia of Healthy Junk Food to create an ice cream hot dog. Did you see this? I did not. It looks pretty good. It'll be available on July 11th, so it's a brioche bun. So it's not vegan. It's not all vegan. But the ice cream, uh, the hot dog is ice cream with sort of this pink chocolatey cover on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got mustard, which is just yellow buttercream, mm-hmm. red syrup for the ketchup, and then some sort of jelly gummy things for the relish. Mm. Your face is not much. I don't love food that looks like other food. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I wanted to get some reactions of some other uh, people in the culinary world here in Central Florida. Okay. So I asked Trina Gregory Probst yeah. of Seven Bites, and she said, that's cute. All it's missing is the gravy icing, two over-easy <laughs> Cadbury eggs, and the bacon. Not a bacon substitute, just bacon. Yeah, absolutely. That seems Yeah, accurate. pimento cheese to turn out, Oh, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget about that. Uh, Elliot Hillis of mm. Orlando Meats. What did that crazy man say? We were dis- deconstructing hot dogs before it was cool. He's not wrong. And Anthony Biggie Bencomo of Deli Fresh Threads. It's an ice cream hot dog, but is it an ice cream sandwich? Oh, I love it. I love it. Him and Jessica Bryce Young, they they would go at it about yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, I didn't talk to any of those people. I just made those up. No, but you know them, obviously. Yeah, oh, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully they don't take offense. Speaking of hot dogs, Portillo's opened here in Orlando. They did. Just a reminder that it's faster for you to fly to Chicago and eat there than it is to wait for a hot dog at this location. It would be funny if it weren't true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One last bit of news from the Orlando area, and it is a sad one. A brutal and unexpected murder on the Living with the Land boat ride at Epcot Center presented by Chiquita. A cucumber was minding its own business when a guest on the boat ride jumped out and ripped it from its vine and from this mortal coil. Did you see the video? I saw the video. Oh my Lord. This what? man is living my dreams. I, okay, look, I, <laughs> none of us have ever, nobody has gone on that ride and not thought about jumping out and grabbing something. Not just thought, but said explicitly. Oh yeah. I would like to jump off this boat and pluck some produce. I mean, everything about, I, I just want to live in that garden. It's very zen. They do yes. all the sand looks yes. great. It's very tomato, unflatteringly lit. I didn't know it was the uh, the tomato is the tomato vine they have there is like the biggest tomato vine in the world. Oh, or I didn't know that either. Yeah. But the their tomatoes are incredible because they grow down yeah. from the ceiling. And I'm always in awe of that. And, uh, you know, about this story, I was, um, I was actually kind of taken aback, I guess, by the level of like, people were just really angry about this, that somebody had deigned to like, jump off a living with the land boat and pluck a cucumber. Like, I was was actually very, very surprised in all seriousness about how, um, how very indignant about it they were. Do you think, okay, so let me, do you think people, if they find out who this is, they will get canceled? Yes. Just for doing that. Yes. Accountability for the cucumber. Yeah. For sure. Justice, I mean, I want to know. Justice for the cucumber. Justice for the cucumber. I do want to know, though, if it was an, a hothouse cucumber. Yeah. 
or if it was we have all these questions i have plenty there was somebody who what was on the ride who said uh, obviously pickled it obviously I mean, there's no other reason to mm. take a cucumber off of the living with the land boat ride at epcot center presented by chiquita unless so i forgot i had to it. say all of that every time i say the <laughs> name TM. of the ride yeah <laughs> circle r <laughs> all right how about some international food news the university of patagonia in argentina has announced it's working on noodles that taste like squid. Um, the recipe calls for a 30% substitution of wheat flour for algae. And the algae tastes like squid. So it promises to have 14% less calories, 16% less lipids. Do you know what a lipid is? A fat. Okay, great. Uh, 23% less carbohydrates, 65% more minerals. It doesn't say which minerals, but let's assume they're good. 12% more protein and 158% more fiber than traditional pasta, which seems like a lot. Well, algae is a, a fibrous plant. I guess it depends on the algae. Yes, it does depend on the is algae. Is there a joke? Yeah. Okay. The university has been working on this for a while. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> With help from government programs to introduce healthier foods to the country, they are facing some pushback from an unusual source, though. So who is pushing back on this effort to put algae into pasta to make it healthier for the people of Argentina and taste like squid? This is a trivia question. Do you, do you know who it is? Can you think of one? A squid Do word? you want to say it at the same time? No, I don't know. Okay. It, it, you're very close. It's the octopi. The octopi. Okay, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Octopi do not want... Pasta tasting like squid, because that means we'll be eating less squid. Right. They're behind the calamari industrial complex. They are. If squid are no longer being eaten, they'll outnumber the octopi, who are smarter, but have smaller numbers than the squid in their age-old war yes. against each other. Yes, yes. It is, it is like, it's like the Chileans and the Peruvians. I mean, they're just like, they've yep. been at it for centuries and centuries. Squids and octopi. I I would like to comment on the nutritional values sure. of these of this 158% more fiber. I'm not talking about the fiber necessarily but, but I will say that I I recently read that 1 in 10 Americans are getting their nutritional amount of dietary fiber which is an abysmal number like only 10% of Americans are getting the appropriate amount They're of dietary to, fiber yeah. yeah. Um but I will say it said 14% less calories. Yes. That is not enough for me to eschew pasta in place of Regular this pasta squid for squid pasta. pasta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, want- they should probably talk to the Koreans because I'm like 99% sure that the Koreans have already done this. More than likely. Yeah. They can make stuff taste like squid. For sure. Yeah. Literally, uh, they have crackers that taste like squid but i don't think i think and it's potato the, chips i think it's the algae like finding the right algae that just happens to taste like squid i feel like it's the other way around i think oh, you think they were going I, for squid first i think that it's the algae that the squid feed on and okay. that's why the squid tastes like that so they're using Whoa. the same algae that the squid feed on it's so not necess- squid or algae flavored yeah the squid is pasta flavored the squid, it, no, the, the pasta squid is tastes like this actually pasta. algae fr- flavored. Whoa. There's a lot of like. You just blew my mind. You are what you eat. How? What's the percentage of fewer calories that gets you to eat this pasta? 
you hit the hard hitting questions here. 20%? Uh, 20% fewer calories? No, I would say more like, like to get, like to get me to eat this pasta Mm -hmm. over. See, I don't even see that it's like either this or that. It's not a replacement for normal normal, human pasta. Normal wheat flavored pasta. Oh yeah. Um, Sorry, not human pasta, because we're talking about flavored pasta. (laughs) Pasta is not human flavored. It is is not. As far as we know. It is not. Um, I don't know. We eat wheat. Maybe wheat tastes like pasta. I mean, how different... So now I'm curious. Like, how different is this pasta than, like, a squid ink pasta? Because, like, squid ink, pasta that's flavored with squid ink, it has that, like like sea flavor to it yeah like it tastes like the sea because it comes from squid Squid. and squid ink is it's a flavoring but it's also a coloring so like i would love to know i think we should go down and check it out i kind of want to order some on amazon now because we could import it we could be the exclusive importers exclusive importers to the americas and japan and japan yeah sounds like something they would be interested in yeah Let's go that. Okay. One more. A woman in Thailand woke up to a strange noise coming from her kitchen. It turned out an elephant had poked its head through the wall to find food. Now, it's a good thing this didn't happen in Florida, or we'd be talking about elephant bow and elephant food trucks. We don't like invasive species here (laughs) in Florida. That's right. All right. How was that for a monologue? I liked it. It's more of a duologue. I liked it. Let's just call it that. I liked the ability to uh, to provide commentary. That's need, really what I, I do best. I need you. Yeah. I need you in my monologues. I think we need each other. Okay, great. I need you to provide the facts and the, you know, the jokes. You're the color commentary. And I'm the color commentary, but also like the thoughtful and provocative commentary. Yeah. And now we're going to Argentina. Yeah. So we'll do a live podcast from there. Which has been on my list for a long time. Let's squid do it. pasta. Yes. Squasta. Squasta. Squasta or Pid. Pid. I like that as well. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Pid. Mr. No, that's too close Pid to word. Mr. Pid. That's our mascot. Oh, <laughs> poor so little cute. man. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This has been so, so much fun. Good. Now that's how you do a monologue with two people. Thank you to Holly Capper for getting through all those really, really good jokes with me. You can follow her on Instagram, Holly Capper Alejos. That's Holly, H-O-L-L-Y-K-A-P-H-E-R-R-A-L-E-J-O-S. And subscribe to the Colonati Podcast. You can also find that on Instagram, Colonati Podcast. Special thanks to Amy Drew Thompson and Alex Gabreth for their excellent reporting. And of course, Trina, Elliot, and Biggie, for not listening to the show to know that I made up quotes about you. This interview was recorded at the Heavy and Winter Park, located at the old Lombardi's building. Come by and say hi to me sometime if you like. The music for the show is provided by the very brilliant Nicholas Roberts. Check out his work at nicholasrobertsmusic.com. You've been listening to a certain degree.